Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Today we have a very special guest. Her name is Nancy Rong. She's a digital program manager and has a background of 15 years experience in digital marketing. She's a proud first-generation daughter to Vietnamese and Chinese immigrants, and she's a Long Beach local resident. She's now a successful Fortune 500 senior marketer, a financial content creator, keynote speaker, university educator, and best-selling published author of the book slash journal, How We Got Here. So now, without further ado, let's speak to Nancy. Hello, everybody. This is Veronique, Sylvia, and Nancy. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Nancy. Hello. Hello. Are you, everybody's okay? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, you doing fun? good, too. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So today we have a guest. Uh, it's uh, Nancy Luong, and she's the sister of a friend of mine. And she's a very, very uh, successful young woman. And she works in a t uh, for a tech company. We're not going to say names. She works for a tech company. <laughs> and <laughs> we have some questions for her. So um, you are, um, are you a millennium? No, you're not a millennium. What are you? Gen Z? Yeah. What are you? Um, I am a millennial. Full oh, you're a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> He's still okay, a millennial. Cool. Ask me okay. any millennial question. I can answer for you. <laughs> Yes, please, because I am not. Uh, uh, so I follow you on social media, and as you post a lot, and I saw that you had a, a program for women, so you're coaching, you're coaching women, and you have a, pro, a program um, for women empowerment. Sorry, I cannot say that word. It's very difficult for me in English. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that, about that program? Yeah, so Vero, since you are friends with my sister, you know that mm -hmm. I grew up around all women. I have, um, I'm the youngest of three sisters, three daughters. I grew up with my mom, who's an independent woman, um, and I, you know, have just been surrounded by women my whole life, um, especially out of college um, with my bosses and mentors. So, you know, I have always felt so grateful for the women that have helped me in my life, in my career, in my personal life. And so um, from it, I have just learn to really embrace being a woman, but also empowering other and encouraging other women. Because I think that when we all help each other, we all rise together. And mm -hmm. that is something I'm very passionate about. Um, so I've been doing it for years with helping a lot of women. And recently I launched my own personal um, side business of empowering women and having um, a small group coaching and one-on-one. -on -one, and it's something I'm so excited to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think, um, you know, both of you being in that spiritual realm too, you know, I, I believe our life is really meant for purpose mm -hmm. and you're put on this earth for a reason and we all have different gifts. And I know one of mine is really, I love bringing joy to others and helping others. And that's one of the many things I do to, um, to really fulfill that. And is it more like for the career or is it more personal for the personal lives? Do you, what do you, what's the program, you know, um, yeah. Is really about can somebody can just come to you and say I have issue with my my personal life I have issue with um, 
you know, getting up the step, you know, in my career or something like that? Can yeah, it's that? everything. It's everything from personal to career mm. to not knowing. You know, a lot of women right now don't. Every Almost every woman I'm talking to right now is feeling in that lost stage of like, what am yeah. I doing? What have I been doing? What do I want to do? <laughs> and really tapping into, you know, tapping into themselves as far as really reprogramming thoughts and um, beliefs that no longer serve us as women. So, you know, I'm getting a lot of women that are trying to figure it out, not knowing what they want to do. And I think that's the beauty of life is figuring that out. But yeah, I also work on um, women that want help with finances or, you know, goals Mm -hmm. that they have or um, figuring out what their goals are. And so um, it's been really rewarding. Uh, Do you have any, is that any uh, age range or... That you can be from very young, you know, in their 20s, all the way to like 50s, 60s, or, you know, like I think especially during the transition of uh, when you have like moms have their kids getting out of, you know, mm. getting out of the house, you're trying to find purpose. So I was wondering if you have uh, women that around that age too. Yeah, so I help a lot of college students, um, which are, you know, in their early 20s. I help Mm -hmm. a lot of millennials my age as well. And um, also my women's group has um, a lot of women in their 40s and 50s. And, you know, I'm seeing a similar trend amongst all generations right now, which Mm -hmm. is really tapping into like, who am I? What have I been doing? What do I want to do? You know, I I could say probably nine out of 10 women have expressed that to me in my whole life right now so there's yeah. definitely an awakening happening right now yeah um, i feel that too like even uh like with uh me changing careers and like in a way like actually quitting my job deciting to mm-hmm. become a stay at home mom and now doing this with veronique mm-hmm. it's just like all yeah. these changes that you're just trying to understand like where am i what am i supposed to do <laughs> and then there's spiritual side of it working with your spirituality so yeah yes. like women we are all I mean, I think a lot of people are just seeking answers, finding guidance. All over the place. And then figuring out how, right? Like, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of us want to do something like both of you. I'm sure you came up with this idea and then maybe thought, how do we do this? And look at you Mm. now, just both thriving. And it's like figuring out the why and the what and the how all together. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think that is the most challenging part of uh, creating a a coaching program for women? What do you think? uh, Like, is it the different personalities uh, you know what i think creating anything the hardest part is yourself getting in your way and i Mm. that is a huge part of why i love coaching and i too am am in my own coaching programs meaning i have my own coaches i'm in my own um, circles Mm -hmm. that i have that i'm learning because i feel i know for me i'm always wanting to learn and grow and in order for me to be someone that you know sharing my experience and journey i want to be someone that's always open and wanting to learn more. So the hardest part I think about coaching in general is really, um, you got to get over yourself, get over your imposter <laughs> syndrome, get over the things. And that's what I'm seeing yeah. with a lot of women. We stand in our own way, you know, and that's self doubt we have, or just not feeling good enough. Um, you know, other people's opinions get in our way, our fear. So I think creating anything, especially in coaching business, is difficult because of the voices in our head. And then ironically, that's why coaching is so important, even for myself to have my coaches, to really, you know, separate the ego and your soul and spirit to really go for what you want. But sometimes in our human state, we need a little help and a little encouragement to get out of that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I love every word you use right there. The ego, the soul, the spirit, I love everything. And uh, we read something about it um, uh, a few a few weeks ago uh, that just remind me of the book. Uh, talking about book, good segue. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, you wrote a book slash journal. It's uh, available on uh, Amazon. And you gave me one. So oh, how did you start that book? What is it about? What does it represent for you? I know it's very important. Um, so yeah, tell us about the book. Yeah, so I created a journal called How We Got Here. And inside are 50 questions that people can ask their parents or loved ones about mm -hmm. their upbringing and about their history. And I specifically wrote it to, to tailor towards immigrant families since my parents are immigrants from Vietnam. And a huge part of why I wrote that, well, a few reasons. One, I felt like I could not connect with my own family. And I still feel like, you know, it's it's um, it's just generational patterns that are being passed mm -hmm. down, right? Of like not being able to communicate in the way that maybe our generation is used to or wanting to with our own parents or loved ones or grandparents. And so I really wanted to cultivate and create a relationship between my parents and figure out how I can communicate with them better, but then also learn about their history because I realized so many of, so many, so many things about myself factor from my parents, you know, my own um, trauma and my own things come from them. And it, I wanted to make peace with it in a way not to blame them because my parents have to try their best. And I think every parent tries their best yeah. in some way. And you know, now being on the spiritual side, I'm like, families are really meant to, they're meant for your life lessons. <laughs> so that's what I know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so a huge part of that is really learning about their traumas and having compassion and empathy for them and making peace with myself and breaking those, um, breaking those uh, patterns for myself. Um, and then also, you know, during COVID, I knew so many people that had lost their parents. And one thing they said is, I wish I knew more about my parents or I wish I talked to them more or made time mm -hmm. to because you know I was so busy I never knew what to ask them and now they're in this guessing game or feeling like they have regrets so I wanted to create a tool and a way for um, families to really connect but also for families that are not used to that you know like we were my family was not we were not used to talking about deeper topics or conversations and it was so awkward so you know, creating <laughs> know, this yeah. changes a lot and it takes time you know even with my sisters they just recently learned how to hug so in the last few what? years yeah i know i know my sister I does seem all the time i have seen all the time our family the first time my mom hugged my sister which was like three years ago she what? literally thought she was being attacked and like yelled out loud like oh my gosh what the heck and my mom's like i'm just trying to give you a hug and make a joke like i always say remember sis when like three years ago you were getting attacked by mom hugging you now and now she goes in every day to give my mom a hug so it's like little things like that you know change do you think it's because of the french husband because we french people we hug a lot we say hi hugging you know we kiss we even yeah. kiss to say hi so yeah, it's maybe so it's the influence yeah you know what? I think that we all play different roles in our lives. You know how we are with our friends are so different from our family or yes. work. Mm -hmm. huh? mm -hmm. You're so different. And like sometimes when I even see like my sister with her friends or at work, it's like you have different personas, yeah. right? Like mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, sis, you're so nice. You're not really like this. <laughs> you know, jokingly, but she is. But yeah. And so, um, so like you see these different things, but it's like um, these dynamics are so interesting because you know, my sister might be used to hugging her friends, which she is, but with yeah. us, it's not 
it's different because she, my parents never really grew up mm. like, you know, being physical yeah. touch and having these things. So that dynamic okay. little odd. Yeah. So it's, it's I, really, yeah, it's really I didn't know that. That's something mm-hmm. I just learned. Really? Well, guys, well, this is know. In my family, exactly the same thing. There was well, never like, don't hug? I mean, the, the, now with my new family, my, my children. Yeah. But like uh, the way I grew up, we grew up, mm-hmm. it was very like, uh, you know, like you oh, stay there. Yeah. We do mm-hmm. things, you like do nice things for each other, but there was none mm-hmm. of like hugging, kissing, none of that. Yeah, no. Like, did you guys say I love you? Never. Oh, no, no. Never <laughs> I love you. I said I, I love, love you to my kids never. every day. I mean, I'm like, I love you, I love you. No. My mom never told me she loves me. No, she, no. she showed me taking care of me and stuff, but yeah, they don't say it. And yeah, actually, now, mm-hmm. now my dad, I now that he's older, and I think he's becoming yeah. more sensitive. And then I even yeah. find it weird. Like he's sending me texts from Brazil and he's like, Oh, I love you. I'm like, Oh, huh? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe no, you're, age, you're you know? different now. Yeah. My, my mom, too, with age, you know, she, because I think she saw me with Eden. I'm always, and she was, at, this, at the beginning, she didn't understand. She was yeah. like, Why are you all over each other all the time? And <laughs> once she tried to like to hug me, and I'm like, And I felt attacked. Exactly like your sister, Nancy. Yeah. I was like, What's going on? Why are you, why are you trying to hug me? And I'm like, uh, this is weird. So now it's okay, but it's true. I think it's generation, you know, their generation. Yeah. They were not mm-hmm. used to do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and and through the book, I asked my parents, like, why did you guys not hug or say I love you? And they said, because uh, no one ever hugged us. And no one Aww. ever said, yeah. So, you know, these are right. These are like yeah. generation. And I'm like, oh, that's why, you know. And, yeah. and so them not saying that or them not doing that doesn't mean they don't love you. They Sometimes they just don't know how to express how they feel. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. so all they know. And in America, people say, I love you all the time. I know. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I love you. love you. <laughs> love you. I love it. It's nice. I know. Uh, I think it, uh, you have a question, Sylvia? Yeah. So I saw mm-hmm. that you were elected uh, Miss uh, Southern California 2023. <laughs> Can you tell us more about it, please? That's so exciting. Yeah. Yes. So I was, so last year I saw that on Facebook that they were, uh, that Long Beach was having a pageant and that they need some women to participate. And they were looking for women that wanted to help the community. And, um, and so I didn't tell anyone, I just <laughs> entered it one hour before, like people wow. have preparing for this for a while. And I entered one hour before, I didn't think I was going to win, but I thought, you know, I could want to try something new. And, <laughs> and that's the thing about me, you know, I love, I this I love this part about myself, but I also like wish I not I didn't wish, but I just love challenging myself. And sometimes I'm like, no. girl, can you just chill? But no, my brain doesn't <laughs> work like that. So um so I entered and I told one friend eventually and she came and she's one of my best friends, she's 65. And so she came to watch and um and um I ended up winning. Um and a huge part was I think because I was so intentional, I knew, okay, if I win this, I can give back to the community, but also I want to really represent and be an Asian American woman in this space because I never got to see that growing up. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to have more diversity in the space of beauty, you know, and, and because I have struggled with, you know, my own self-worth and, you know, the beauty standards of life, I was like, you know, what, I want to change this for myself. And so I ended up winning. And, you know, in the last year, I've learned so much about myself and, and a huge part is being comfortable in my own skin. Um, you know, and, and I think it was hard in the sense that, 
pull out of my life. You know, I have two sisters. They're like a size zero, which is like the perfect, um, no. perfect body for an Asian I person. I got a booty. I love to eat. <laughs> I am an advertised woman. And, you know, I was always hard on myself with that. And, and some people might look at me and think like, oh my God, you're so skinny. And then I look at my sisters and I'm like, have you seen my sisters? They're like, you know, <laughs> size zero. So that's why I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I want to break this. I don't want to compare myself to women. Everyone is beautiful exactly the way they are, you know, and not putting that pressure that society puts on us, you know, and, and, and when I think about it on a spiritual level too, I'm thinking, you know, we are, we're humans in this human earth and we're souls and spirits inside like a body, you know, and like mm -hmm. who decided that earth land was going to, you know, give you value based on how, the way you look. So yeah. I really, you know, I, I do think beauty really comes from inside. And of course, you know, I do live on earth. I have to, you know, I cannot show up you know, all the time looking a certain way, but I've learned to really just embrace my inner beauty and know that I'm beautiful on the outside the way I am as well. That actually, that uh, and so the question I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about the one of the posts you, you you had on Facebook, saying that you didn't want to compare yourself with anybody else, with any other woman, and you're actually doing a lot of uh, positive affirmation. Mm -hmm. So, what's your routine? Do you do that every morning? Do you? Did you start doing that uh, recently? Are you always been doing that? Yeah. So a few years ago when I started really, you know, in my spiritual awakening, I read, you know, if you say positive affirmations or write them out, then, you know, you can really um, reverse your negative thoughts into positivity. And at first I was like, that's so mm -hmm. stupid. <laughs> I was like, what? And then... Then I realized that's not stupid because I was so negative on myself that it was so awkward for me to say something positive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because mm. I was like, I was in this weird comfort zone of being so hard on myself that that's what I was used to. But then I realized I don't want to talk to myself like that. I don't talk to other women like that. I want to talk mm. to myself exactly the way I talk to every single woman, which is you are a bomb ass bitch, so, you know, and you're freaking beautiful. So I started doing that to myself with the spirituality and self growth of learning to do that. But then also I started recently reading, uh, I read a book, which is one of my favorite books. It's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And this book mm -hmm. really taps into how your subconscious mind collects all these thoughts and yeah. they're stored there. And you don't even know they're stored there, but they are really basically controlling how your brain works um, without even knowing. So when you're able to tap into those thoughts and they're like the little voices in your head in the back that you don't really pay attention to, but they're there. Those are your subconscious thoughts. And when you're able to tap into that and change those thoughts, that's like where it's so powerful because it starts aligning with your conscious thoughts. And it's like a, you know, two way street of positivity. So every night I listen to positive affirmations when I sleep for two hours. So I listen oh, to, yeah, I just put it on and I, I fall asleep to you it. You fall asleep. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. I fall asleep to it. Yeah. So it's in my subconscious mind. And I swear, I, I feel like that's one of many things that has changed my life because it's seeing all these positive affirmations in the back of your brain. And then like, by the time I wake up, I think that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. I, yeah. So Louise Hay is, um, is a great uh, spiritual teacher and, you know, she's who I listen to on YouTube every night for a couple hours before, I, before I Louise sleep Hay. and then while I'm sleeping. So it goes in my subconscious brain. Oh, that's okay, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if I could I could do it, but I think I would fall asleep right away. But No, I do. Well, I do. I do fall asleep. Yeah. So I do mm. fall asleep, but while she's talking, um, while she's talking, it goes inside your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. Keith was saying that also, right? To go to bed with the, we had another guest and she she's a big uh, manifesting um mm -hmm. she has an app called Manifest uh, Manifest Now. Manifest, uh, Manifest Now. now. Mm -hmm. Manifesting Now. 
And she was talking about that, that uh, to go to bed with the affirmation, just mm-hmm. yeah. playing. Mm-hmm. Even when you sleep, you can just play them, just play them yeah. on. Yes, it's a great idea. You, you just find, you know, you probably, I remember I used to do that actually on YouTube. I would find, I would find a, like a, this uh, yeah. meditating or like mm-hmm. affirmations while you were asleep. And the voice of the person was so relaxing mm-hmm. and you would just like repeat <laughs> The sentences, and then like five minutes later, I was out. Yes, <laughs> and then it's, it's actually helps you fall asleep, so it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, I love it, and and now it's like comforting. So you know, like exactly what we said, mm-hmm. I fall asleep too because it's so comforting, and then yeah. it's just you know in the back of your mind, and then yeah, it's going in circles. <laughs> and do you also meditate? Uh, do you practice meditation or any like other mm. type of spiritual tools? Yeah, so I try to meditate. So that is something mm. I'm working on. I, I know it's on hard. I <laughs> try my best. But what I've been doing recently is journaling. It's called um, mm. morning, um, like morning journaling, which is um, mm-hmm. you like dump mm-hmm. all the thoughts you have in the morning on in your journal, and it doesn't have to be any, about anything. It's just like it kind of like free flowing of just writing whatever comes in. And my, one of my coaches said like, you can just write like, this is so dumb. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Like it can be literally anything. I don't write that. But she's saying like, it can just be whatever's on your mind. It can just be like, I don't even know what to write right now about writing, but I end up writing a lot of things I want in my life or gratitude. But the the point is to be free flowing so Mm -hmm. that you can like kind of dump every, you know, all the thoughts you have in the morning out. And it's like Mm. a really great way to start the morning and to kind of release the thoughts in your head and to do it before you check your phone or anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. It's called morning pages. Yes, if you look it up. But you can use any journal. It's just a concept. Yeah. How many coaches do you have? You said one of my coach. Yes, I have one coach for, um, I have one coach um, through my work. Um, it's for my personal work. So mm-hmm. that's like through a website called Better Up that my work covers. And then I have a spiritual coach. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a spiritual coach and that is more tapping into, you know, more spirituality and guidance. So um, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Well, Very nice. All set up, <laughs> All set up. Yes, you're covered. Have everything. <laughs> Um, well, that was great. So before we go, I just remember I had some question about um, something you that always made me laugh when I when I was um, looking at Facebook. Your little financial acts, yeah. because that's I really love those little videos you were making on TikTok. I don't know if it was TikTok or Facebook. I saw them on Facebook. Yeah, so I think you were making them from TikTok. And can you give our audience maybe like three very useful, you know, fun, that come to your mind financial acts yes. when you can. Save some money. Yeah. So my first finance hack would be to um, really live within your means. Mm. A lot of people, a majority of Americans right now, don't have a thousand dollars in savings and are living paycheck to paycheck. And the reason mm. why, huge reason why, um, is because people do live without outside of their means. And the reason why people do that is because of comparing. So people are trying mm. to keep up. Like think about the holidays right now. We're around. Some people are spending, and we're and society makes us feel like we're supposed to spend all this money on people to show love. And in reality, you can show love and gifts by doing other things, quality time together, volunteering, writing out gratitude cards, things like that. So my first advice is to really live within your means, you know, try not to spend more than you make and don't compare yourself to others because everyone's just, you know, a lot of people are just trying to keep up with each other. Yeah. Um, my That's second, huge. um, yeah. Not comparing with the other yeah. people. Yeah. Yes, that's true. 
Mm-hmm. Um, another one I would say is um, I, this is something I've learned in the last few years because a lot of my life I lived in a scarcity mindset, having immigrant parents, but I do live in the mindset of abundance. I think it's really good to circulate money and energy. So a huge part is giving back. Um, I, my family and myself, I'm very about giving back, donating intentionally to causes that I care about, or, you know, showing people gratitude, um, with, you know, gifts, but in an intentional way. So um, I think it's really important if you appreciate someone, you know, like I said, it doesn't even have to be money, but I, I really believe in abundance mindset and knowing there's a lot of money out there and you can get it and to not limit yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to be attached mm-hmm. to it, right? Yeah. Money. yeah. Yeah. I say that to my mom all the time. I said, <laughs> okay, it's good to have a good saving, but you're retired. Like, can you live your life now? Can you just spend some money? What are you going to do with all that money anyway? You're not going to you know, take it with you. So and yeah. me and my brother, we don't want it. So we're good. So, you know, use that mm-hmm. money and have fun with it. It's time to have fun with it. Yeah, so circulate it, you know. Yes. And it, and and it is hard as, as someone that lived most of my life in that scarcity mindset. It's like it gives us mm-hmm. that comfort, right? Like what if something happens or, yeah. you know, I could be poor the next day. <laughs> and I realized it's, that's just a mindset. A mindset is we're going to be fine. There's so much out there. And, you know, like you said, Vero, to live your life, be present, you know, yeah. um, it doesn't mean like YOLO, go spend all your yeah. money everywhere, but be responsible. Means, no, crazy. But, you know, like, you know, cause that also makes you anxious. If you're always yes. worried about spending money, cause you're not going to have it. That really affects your mental health. So it's just knowing yeah. hey, I'm good now I'm doing the best I can. I'm living within my means and there's more money I can have. And to, to really have that mindset of abundance. Just that my mom, she loves a good bag. I love a, a good bag too. Don't, you know, like, that's for sure. Yeah. But sometimes she 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 will only look for bargains. And I'm like, just, I don't know, like, you know, be a little crazy sometime. Get something new. Okay. You don't have to buy everything, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, Try yeah. to get something new for you. Something that you like. Something very nice. You know, yeah. because you can, I'm sure you can afford it. You have a lot of saving. Tap in that saving a little bit, you know. Yeah, and uh, I like you what you said about like donating and you know give it back yes. to the community, like you know, or to a church. You know, this really makes a difference. You're not getting attached to the money, or it's circulating, yes. and you're helping other people. You're, it's just I think it's just such a good vibration that you're throwing out there yeah. when you do that. Yeah, you know? not just buying buy for yourself, but for others. Yeah, it gives you power, you know, you cannot have money have power over you, you know, you're in charge. So, you know, Mm -hmm. give give back and, you know, be um, to live in that way is really freeing. Yes. Do you still do those videos or not anymore? Because I don't see them anymore. I know. I I kind of put a pause on it um, because uh, the reason why is because I really believe in abundance and it's it's hard for me to articulate that in different types of videos because my videos before the intention was to save and to invest. Mm-hmm. And now I live in a different mindset spiritually <laughs> that I don't know how to articulate that. If that oh, makes sense. I see. People would you just get it wrong and spend, uh, like probably spend yeah, their money exactly. or something. So I, I'm <laughs> like, I don't know how to convert <laughs> that yet. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Good yeah, point. <laughs> Yeah, you need to find a transition between those two. Yeah, I gotta two. find a transition, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you should just be all like intentional spending or something or, you know, <laughs> something in those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I mean, I'm not going to be around, but I guess you're going to come around for Christmas and New Year's Eve to spend with your family as you do, you know? Because she yeah. doesn't, she lives in, you live in Long Beach. 
So mm-hmm. it's not very far, but it's still, uh, you know, close to your family, but you're always here. As I can see the yes. pictures. I fly back once a month. I'm going back on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Cool. And the mm. day after, I'm flying to Italy for a week and then to Dublin for a week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a bunch of going to go with you. <laughs> she is always in. There's somebody over there. There is an Italian that lives over there with, I don't know. My girlfriend lives over there and I love her. So. <laughs> oh, your girlfriend. She is there all the time, Sylvia, I'm telling you. Uh, well, Italy it. is great, right? How can you not want to oh. go there every year, at least? It's, <laughs> it's just an amazing place. passport soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better learn something over there and make pasta for us or something, okay? Just try I will, to I will. I'll come back. <laughs> because I don't to watch those pictures of food anymore. This is torture. <laughs> it's like perfection on a plate every time, you know? Oh, so you're going for New Year's it. Eve? Yeah. Yes, yeah. New Year's Eve. <laughs> wow, that's okay. I'm gonna be like glued Zooming to the in. Facebook. <laughs> yes, uh, the to the Facebook and looking what's going on over there. For sure, I cannot wait. So, would you like to share for that night? We've done three weeks. So excited! Perfect. Wow, all right, nice. Enjoy. Well, yeah, <laughs> be a lot of fun. Have a good time in Italy. When are you going to the same area, right? When you understand where your friend is? Yeah, yeah. where my friend lives, and then I'm gonna go to Dublin for a week. Oh, Dublin. Mm. What's First who's time. over there? Uh, my other friend uh, lives in Dublin. Oh, okay, so you're into- nice. Yeah. World tour. <laughs> yeah. You went there, Sylvia, right? Did you go to Dublin too? Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, your husband is from there, right? Yeah. Husband is yeah. from there, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's so, I mean, the whole country is so nice. So oh, much fun. Yeah. You're going to love excited. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to see a picture from the island now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. From the pub. <laughs> what? <laughs> from the pub. Oh, the p- <laughs> or pub. <laughs> or both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plenty over there. Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Nancy, for coming. Thank you very much. Thank it was you a great so much, time. Nancy. Thank Present, you for having me on. You. Oh, you're welcome. And, well, have a good time wherever you are, you know. San Jose, Long Beach, Italy, and I guess Dublin now. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Take care, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to High Vibes on a Mic. Until next time, laugh hard, stay silly, and never forget to bring your sense of humor. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest.